and welcome back to another episode of Ends With Z. I'm Juan Fernandez. As always, Cecile Munoz uh, joining me today. And Cecile, today we are going to be talking about a subject that really affects everybody, whether it's a friendship, a romance. We're talking about relationships. Yes, and I know it's something that I've been wanting to do mm-hmm. and a little bit deeper on and for a lot of personal reasons, which I'm sure we'll get to. But I also thought about it because here in California, we finally mm-hmm. loosened up some of the restrictions finally mm-hmm. to COVID-19. And there is, I think all of us have noticed a certain energy in the air that we're all able to commingle a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Restaurants are open for in-person dining. The gym, which we were all craving for me, the dance studio is open up again at a certain capacity. And I think you feel it for me, you feel it in the air, you feel, you, you see it in people's eyes mm-hmm. that we missed human contact. Yeah. And there's so also much. a little fear that goes with it. These last two weekends, I did see friends uh, a couple of weeks ago was for a quick dim sum brunch. And mm-hmm. then last uh, night was for a friend's birthday, very small group. And there's still a little fear when it mm-hmm. comes to, um, are you a hugger? Are you hugging? Uh, did you get the vaccine? Did you not get the vaccine? So there's still a little bit, I mean, we're slowly moving towards a little bit of normalcy, but it's, it's going to take a while before we get there, right? That's that's absolutely true. And, and so I was thinking about how has this changed us? How mm-hmm. has this and I know we've touched on it a little bit. How has this changed how we date, how we stay or choose our mate? Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. for those people who are still too afraid for a lot of reasons, I certainly bring a, a different subset of maybe being mm-hmm. a little bit more thoughtful to it. I, I'm, I'm finalizing my divorce. So that mm-hmm. has been, a, uh, in some ways, a, a, a help having gone through the bulk of it through COVID and in other ways has been particularly challenging. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to explore what has a year of being pretty much isolated because mm-hmm. of a pandemic done to the way we think about dating and mating and connecting with another human being at at all those levels. Right, because a lot of people are now working from home. That mm-hmm. thins out the herd of possible mm-hmm. um, contacts, friends that you could make or possible relationships you can start. And just the fact that most of us are, are staying at home. If you're not working from home, you're, you're staying home, right? And have you noticed, Juan, at least for the people that I see uh, and that I and that I talk to in that mm-hmm. very, very small circle, which is just beginning to, to expand, and I know that you know my very small circle mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. that the, it is almost all over the place. And I think it's a generational thing, which I'd love to jump in. What do you mean all over the place? There are people that said, I found that I dated more. Okay. So what does that mean? And there are people that said, I just haven't been dating. Mm-hmm. which is me. Um, and there are those who said my relationships just got so much better, which that part I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a new way of, of piece of dating now, which is the the, the Zoom or the video dating that mm-hmm. hasn't FaceTime increased, dating, FaceTiming yeah. dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that uh, some of the research that Sean, our executive producer, uh, found for us, which was great, um, generated by the app OkCupid, I think mm-hmm. it was at the mm-hmm. end of last year, that there is a 70, 700, excuse me, 700% increase on video dating that mm-hmm. they actually had to modify the feature as being an option right um, and that people feel really comfortable with that and that has produced this new shift uh, for us is back to mm-hmm. for the newer generations is moving to 
people spending a lot more time getting to know someone right. before, before they... Before there's some sort of physical intimacy yeah. or, or whatnot. Yeah, they actually yeah. said in the article, bef- before there's a hookup, which again, still mm-hmm. reminds me that I'm mm-hmm. at, a, at a different generation. <laughs> I thought, wow, they had a button for that, <laughs> for somebody that just was looking for that. And for that, they found a 20% decrease in their members who go on a site specifically, those who use those apps right. for dating, that specifically are looking for just um, a more casual situation, right. shall we say. A just sex just type sex. of um, relationship. I just think that's, mm-hmm. that's fascinating that this all came about. And to me, as always, is what does this mean and what does this mm-hmm. mean to us? What does that, this mean to our own personal mm-hmm. relationships, what we seek in another human being? Yeah both as a as your life mate or as someone that you want to share your life with you know what what has that done what has that done from your friends uh, juan what has that uh, what differences have you seen well i know for example there's definitely more of an eye on the clock in the calendar you know you see time mm. keeps going by mm-hmm. sean mentioned before we started today 2020 is basically a wash it's, it's a memory D- did it even happen right which for you know, a lot of us uh, we didn't feel that way. I know that um, when it comes to to my friends who are dating, I know to this one uh, young lady who is now in a relationship, she would even pre-COVID, pre-pandemic, uh, she would meet men on Tinder or, or one, other apps. And um, after a few quick text conversations, she wanted to take it to video very quickly. She didn't mm-hmm. want to waste time. She wanted to see what they looked like, the expression in their face, because, you know, there is... The element sure. of the, the physical and and whether or not you get that butterfly in your stomach feel. So she's doing it. You're saying a lot of people are doing it now. I think people don't want their time wasted. So mentioning uh, keeping an eye on, on the clock and the calendar, you don't want your time wasted. You want to dig deep and dive deep and hopefully find what you're looking for, right? Yes, and, and the science and the data... Um shows that uh, again mm-hmm. going back to this uh, this piece of research that was done um, and OK Cupid apparently has a uh, empathy scientist I didn't even empathy know th- <laughs> I didn't even know that was a career that certainly was not a career um, mm-hmm. when we were in college but certainly definitely something that we know uh, that we need excuse me and they were saying that uh, people are more cognizant about getting to know the person. They, mm-hmm. they ask, they, they're looking for a deeper connection mm-hmm. with another human being. Mm-hmm. And in the questions that they ask when they're spending the time uh, on this app, and I think they actually said that there was 69% of the people that they talked to said that they're being a lot more honest and forthright in, in their answers and their communication mm-hmm. and saying that they want a more intention-driven Right. Um, driven uh, connection or experience. For me, I think about it. I right before we started the mm-hmm. podcast, I know that I said it's it's been two years since I started the process of my divorce, and mm-hmm. I know the both of you were shocked that it, you yeah. couldn't believe it's been two years, yeah. but it has been two years, principally because we want to. I'll forget about 2020. Mm-hmm. So I want to think about what 2020 has given us, mm-hmm. uh, what 2020 has taught us and why that matters. And I think that one of the things that it's done, it has quieted everything down. It has slowed down all the distractions mm-hmm. and maybe the, the, the stimulus that we get from a relationship or from mm-hmm. attention or from emotional connection that we all got when we were 
out and about in our normal lives. And when you remove that, I think we can quiet ourselves down and really look and have a more honest discussion with ourselves and mm-hmm. with that person who may be our, our, the other in our life. Yeah. And is that the right person? And what do we want from that individual? Mm-hmm. In my notes here, I wrote, uh, it's thinned out the herd. You yeah. know, pre-pandemic, we were all very busy. We all have uh, extracurricular activities mm-hmm. that we take part in. And at the end of the day, you, you how, how well do you get to know somebody, you know, or how well do you get to, to spend enough time with you? I haven't seen you in a while. Now that we're doing this podcast, I see you uh, more often. I think that's what the pandemic has done. Um, you can focus on a more narrow group of people. You can see who your real friends are mm-hmm. and, and you can get rid of all that noise because that noise is a distraction and mm-hmm. it's very easy to get lost in that and, and maybe feel like you don't have time to date or you don't want to date or you just, you're not paying attention to one single person. This is forcing a lot of people to slow it down and perhaps filter their their dating options and, and concentrate on on a smaller group, right? Sure. And I also think that it's forcing you or maybe it's giving you the opportunity to really decide what you want to tolerate and what you don't want to tolerate. Mm-hmm. Because maybe maybe you there were right. some rougher edges in that other person, but they were softened because you had friends that gave you fun and laughter Mm -hmm. and whatever else you you want in your life so they were kind of the um the uh the anesthetic Mm -hmm. for what was missing Mm -hmm. but when that's not there you have really to look at someone square in the eye and say okay is this working for me and and i know you asked me how i feel about going through the divorce because i you know that i that i that i can be very um Mm I can talk a lot and I can share a lot, but I also take a lot on my shoulders and handle everything on my own. Mm-hmm. But um, you've always been like that, business and yeah. personal. Right? Yeah, yeah. And you always smile. You have a smile on your face all the time. <laughs> so a lot of people don't think that there's anything going on, right? They think you're you're handling it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I listen. I, in some ways, it, I'm I am fortunate mm-hmm. that 2020 happened. Um, a year, a, a year into being alone in my house. Um, in some ways, it was much more difficult. I am a really strong person. It's one of my, what I like to think is one of my superpowers and adaptability. Mm-hmm. I was with my uh, soon-to-be ex-husband, officially, uh, for almost 20 years. That's a really important chunk of my adult life that number is still amazing to me because i was at that wedding yes so to think that maybe you both years, were at that yeah, wedding we were both here. you yeah, were yeah. there before the wedding yeah, <laughs> yeah we did. and and you are here after the wedding mm-hmm. thank god so you to my point about the real loves of your life could perhaps be your your dear dear friends mm-hmm. um and there were moments and i think it, it i don't know how i would have been able to get through 2020 sharing the same space with him in my home because that would have been very painful. Um, but it also forced me to come home and really feel the emptiness of not having such a large part of my life in my life and really forced me to question, am I making the right decision? Am I choosing the guiding principles of my life that I will not negotiate on? Mm-hmm. The deal breakers. The deal breakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sorry lost your turn you know you're off the boardwalk deal Mm -hmm. breakers at the same time that it gave me the quietness to feel there were days where I felt every 
broken part of my body mm-hmm. because of the divorce mm-hmm. and and not having friends around not having all of you guys come over and have mm-hmm. a great brunch or watch a movie and we mm-hmm. laugh and we don't think about it and i and i draw strength from people mm-hmm. but i think that was it you, just you didn't want people over so soon or you were still just needing to be alone for well, a little bit? Well, as much as I, it was both. Because you know me, I go into my cave mm-hmm. and I, like you said, I keep a smile on my face and I yep. and I get myself really strong. So it was that, but it was also COVID. Remember, we wanted all to do something for New Year, but, uh, um, or uh, no, it was, I think, Christmas or Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It was but Christmas, we, I think. It mm-hmm. was Christmas, but we were all, well, gosh, we don't know because it was such a massive spike. Mm-hmm. We all thought we better not. And it was like three or four of us and we were all feeling maybe we shouldn't be doing this and thank God because we're all okay. It, it was that. It was a combination of that, but it was a combination of I want to make sure that I'm making this decision the right way. And of course, the right way for you may not be the right way for me. So mm-hmm. it just depends on who you are, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. I, I remember once I read uh, when Gwyneth Paltrow was okay. getting divorced, she labeled it uh, conscious uncoupling. And, uh-huh. I, and I thought that I was a that. kind mm-hmm. of a silly, heady, and I had my own personal opinion about mm-hmm. that. This is when I was, you know, hysterically happily married. And that seems just a newfangled way of saying something. But Believe it or not, at that moment, I thought about that. I thought about how can I do this and and honor what we had before and how can I do this and make sure that all the stressors that are happening uh, happening around me, including mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. are not influencing me one way or another because there were some moments, Juan, during that process, which it was really, really hard. I wasn't mm-hmm. seeing my family. I wasn't seeing you guys as regularly mm-hmm. as I normally do. And, and it was, it really tests the strength of your choices. Is it because normally when we're around you, you love to share your joy mm-hmm. with us, with your family, and when you're not feeling joyful, you just want to retreat? Is that kind of the way? That It's that, it? but I also, I believe that we human beings, or most human beings, feel love when they give love. I think mm-hmm. you feel the most love. For me, I feel the most love and the most happiness when I'm sharing it. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you do when something good happens in your life? You pick up the phone, you call somebody Mm -hmm. if no one's around there, right? And it's usually people you care about the most. Whether it's something as insignificant when you were a kid and you got an A on the spelling test or- You call your grandmother. You call your grandmother, Mm -hmm. right? And and what is, there's other facets to it, but Mm -hmm. what is also the fascination uh, with TikTok and Instagram? People wanna share, people wanna share, people wanna respond. I know that's a slightly different, Mm -hmm. different level and something that I would love to dive into also at a different podcast. But we want, we want that recognition. We want Mm -hmm. to be seen by another person. I think that that's what marriage is. You have a witness to your life. And so you sit there and you say, well, what is, you know, what is this all going to mean at Mm -hmm. my age? And, and again, then in 2020, going through a, a, a situation globally that none of us, no one has gone through for a hundred years. And it was doing it all alone. That was really hard. I don't know how other people did it, but for me, it was really hard. Are you the type of person that says, well, this is just the journey that that was inevitable for me. This is my destiny. This is, I'm just gonna have to deal with it. You know, it's a tricky thing, uh, this thing about destiny. Because Mm -hmm. if I believe in anything in terms of what human beings have a power to, to, fill in the blank is the power of choice that is truly the only thing we we have as our right Mm -hmm. and the only truly choice that is in our control is how we feel about things Mm -hmm. is is the attitude that we take Mm -hmm. everything else is subject to a 
bazillion other things. I think the attitude we take, how we react to something is mm-hmm. the only choice. So because I believe that, that I, 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 grapple with, uh, I grapple with, uh, with destiny, mm-hmm. I think that it was, mm-hmm. for me, the inevitable result of actions and decisions that were taken. Mm-hmm. And what it tested is my continued commitment to, you know, if I said that this is what I stood for, is right. this really what I stood for? Right. And is this what's important to me in a marriage or in a mm-hmm. committed relationship? And then that was tested when all of a sudden, you know, you cannot go outside of your house because if you breathe the air that somebody else breathed, you could mm-hmm. die. Mm-hmm. So what's the natural reaction? Well, I better pack my pack with people who who I've trusted, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The man that I shared the closest breath. Mm-hmm. And that was... When I said I felt every broken part of my body, I felt every part that was breaking as well. Mm -hmm. And the question is, how do we put that back together when we're in isolation? And how are we going to do that coming out of this? Do you have regrets? I mean, I like to look at at life like nothing. I, I, I don't want to regret things because I feel that that always takes me to the next level. You're here today because of the things that you've gone through already. And I feel you're a better person coming out of it. Do you? Well, what are your thoughts? On I, I I think of it as I'm stronger and I'm uh, and I'm very clear. I, I think uh, I think whenever you go through something like this and it really mm-hmm. tests what what again what I laid as were the 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 non breakable rules yeah. right. It nothing tests your your character mm-hmm. than a crisis. Right. So nothing tested the foundation of what I thought was my mm-hmm. marriage and what I wanted as both a, a, a the other part of a marriage and as a woman than having to choose in or out. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not alone. I actually spoke with a, a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in a year mm-hmm. last week. And one of the updates he gave me was that um, he and his partner had separated after 12 years. Mm. And um, the pandemic had a lot to do with it, right? Because... Mm-hmm. They were spending a lot more time together Mm -hmm. and eventually one of them broke. One felt that the other one wasn't Mm. being amorous enough, that they wanted more, more Mm -hmm. love and affection and touch in their life. And the other one was just a little bit more stoic Mm -hmm. where, you know, my love to you is, is reflected by me bringing dinner tonight or me Mm -hmm. uh, putting the dishes away later. And they did couples counseling for a little bit and right now they're they're separated Mm. and there's another couple that they uh, informed me about same thing um they went as far as to have a child through in vitro fertilization and after all this process one of them just said i want out and 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 he moved out of the house so again all these things i think the the pandemic just made them focus on different things and mm-hmm. and here you, I mean you're not alone right there's there's a lot of people going through these breakups um the news story early on in the pandemic a year ago was like boy you know divorce is going to be up on yeah. the rise at some point and we're starting to to hear we're starting yeah. to see these stories i thought these guys would be together forever mm-hmm. because they had been together forever and we talked about this families are intertwined yes um Friends are intertwined. Everybody you know, after twelve years, it's basically one pool of people, and now you're tapping out. Yeah, and it's very difficult for and, and for some degree, uh, Juan. It's also your identity mm-hmm. is wrapped Correct. up into that. Correct. And for women, I think for women, there's also even a deeper layer still socially mm-hmm. that we are 
expected to forgive and to, <clears throat> excuse me, to accept more and to, are, I get, are you sure? I got a lot of, are you sure? People asking you, yes, are you sure if about I, divorce? Yes, if I were sure, it's, you know, things are so hard right now as if to say, isn't it better for you not to go at this alone mm-hmm. because life is so unpredictable and uncertain. And I know, I think I uh, we were talking about earlier that there was um, uh, some reporting and a statistic that uh, there's always been this, um, this reach back, I call it, where uh, couples who are getting divorced or are mm-hmm. recently divorced still hook up or connect. Yeah, they still have sex. Or, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And because there's this something that someone that you know, there's a lot of shared mm-hmm. emotion there. There's mm-hmm. a lot of shared history, but that it was also uh, on the rise during COVID. And I, and I can, I can at least intellectually understand it and to some degree emotionally mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. it because when you're alone and you're scared and, or you're just bored at being at home by yourself, just looking at yourself. And I guess video can only do so much that that was a safe place to go because there was so much history yeah to pick up the phone and call your ex and say hey um why don't you come over for for dinner or a drink because there is that familiarity Mm -hmm. you you know what they like you know what they don't like and And it's it's safe safe. yeah Yeah. it's it's Mm -hmm. safe well, you know me, Cecile, I'm mm-hmm. not the uh, veteran of many relationships, mm-hmm. but one that I did have that ended in, in 2008, I did hear back uh, from my ex um, via text, and mm-hmm. it was pretty clear that uh, he wanted to reconnect somehow. Wow. I, uh, so I'm not going to try and figure out who that is, but I'll, I'll ask you this. How did you feel? That must have been strange, uh, no? Yeah, because, you know, we. I, I'm, I'm somebody that when I end things, I end mm-hmm. things and I move on, right? It's, Same I way. I don't... Uh, you know, let's meet for lunch. Come on, it's, I'm I'm pretty much done, and and it may sound horrible because I do have friends who do become friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're still friends. Oh, we get along great. Oh, I spend Christmas with his family. Mm-hmm. No, um, when I'm done, I'm done. It's pretty mm-hmm. cut and clear. I don't know if that's an Aquarius trait or mm-hmm. what it is, but when I'm done, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And this is something that ended um, in 2008. So I mean, <laughs> I'm hearing back now. What? How how long is that? My yeah. math is twelve years. Good, twelve years. Um, and um, I mean, I knew I wasn't gonna take it any 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 farther than than that, other than how are you mm-hmm. doing? Great, good. I'm still working, and 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 that's all that it was. Mm-hmm. So I was okay with it. But I uh, but I get it. I can see why people would reach out because you know it's I'm something familiar, mm-hmm. and um, you know it, it never went go it never went anywhere really. But Juan, you were also in a different place in your life in a new or just starting relationship, right? Well, let me take you back to 2019, right? Um, That was the year my dad passed away and um, I was happy just Mm -hmm. being on my own, being Mm -hmm. single, right? And and enjoying that. Um, I was out uh, with some friends. Um, We were up in San Francisco and I Mm -hmm. met someone through a mutual friend and it was very casual meeting, Mm -hmm. just hang out, dance. Typical Juan. Yeah, you know, just, just I, again, I wasn't looking like some people would go into something and say, well, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? At the time, I wasn't mm-hmm. looking for anything because mm-hmm. I was a happy single, really mm-hmm. am. So um, we met in September. We came back to Los Angeles. Um, we both live here and started going out. And little by little, you know, uh, September, October, November, I go back to Miami for Christmas. He goes up to Sacramento to spend time with his family. So there was a little break there. Um, there was a trip in uh, January to New York for a friend's birthday. Just everything was so positive, mm-hmm. kind of casual, but also I was very 
happy in, in this situation. I really wasn't, um, you know, overthinking it, right? Mm-hmm. So at this point, Juan, were you exclusive? Were you seeing other people? You I, said it was I, casual. I just wasn't dating. I just wasn't a dater. I'm not a dater, you know? Yeah. Uh, so no, I was only uh, seeing him at the time. And then, of course, um, uh, February starts rolling around. We start hearing more and more about coronavirus. And March, everything shuts down. So um, he's a work-from-home person. Mm-hmm. I still uh, go into work. And um, I just asked him if, if he wanted to spend time at my place, um, he could. And um, this was, for me, going to be a real make-it-or-break-it type of situation because... Um, I like my space. I like my personal space. Yeah. I like my quiet time. And here was somebody spending all his time with me and all his, and, and you know what, for me, uh, it was a real test. And I think I came out on the other end of it. Um, a very happy person to be in this relationship and it's, and it works, uh, both ways. I think we're, we're both very happy mm-hmm. and, um, I'm not looking to meet other people. I'm not interested. I'm just, I'm, I'm good. As I say, I'm, I'm good. Was there any point, especially early on, Mm -hmm. March to, let's say, June, Mm -hmm. where you thought, first of all, did you did you did you think maybe this is moving too fast or maybe this is because I know uh, we've known Mm -hmm. you a long time Mm -hmm. and you are you love your Juan time. Your house is always immaculate. Everything is just where it's supposed to be. And to me, I Mm -hmm. see this as an an indication (laughs) that you like your own space. Yeah. No, you know what? It's so funny. Yeah, for me, too fast is a, a turtle's pace, right? It's like, uh, wait, 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 <laughs> slow down a second. And especially at our age, mm-hmm. right? Our, our age, the pace, I say it gets slower, not because we're getting slower, is because we tolerate less. We're yeah. very clear as to what we yeah. want in our life. Well, you know what? I was really looking forward to the weekends because I would I would go out during the week, stand in line at the grocery store, buy food for us to make on Saturday and Sunday. And those days of us cooking together and spending time together and finding a movie to watch and doing a walk around the neighborhood, mm-hmm. I was just so happy. It was just felt so normal to me, which the old me may have been like, okay, you know, everyone to their places because I'm okay being alone, you know? And, and I was very satisfied. Do with, you think mm-hmm. if it would have been during normal times, you would have spent that much time with him because you mm-hmm. always, you were always so busy. You are the person mm-hmm. that had your weekends planned out. You travel a lot. Yeah. You do a lot of things with yeah. a lot of different people and a lot mm-hmm. of different friends. Would you have given him that space? That's, that's something that came to get up to know him? in my conversation with my friend last week who was telling me about their separation. He wanted to see how things were going uh-huh. um, with us. And, and that did come up. I said to him, I don't know what would have happened if it would have been just during regular times. I think the pandemic did help me slow down. It helped me weed out mm-hmm. all the extra people in my life that, you know, you get so many people in your life with everybody in LA is busy. Everybody's yeah. time, their calendar is full. Mm-hmm. Um, you really don't have time to get to know people very deeply. Mm-hmm. And this really did cut off a lot of that extra fat in my yeah. life, right? Yeah. And it was just time to concentrate. and. When I look um, back at how things are between us, I just he's he's added so much joy to my life. Aww. I always tell him, I go, you've made me a better person. You Aww. really have. And uh, he's younger than me. Um, uh, go Juan. Yeah, younger than me. And, <laughs> and, and it's amazing to me. I'm thinking, gosh, at his age, I would not be where he is at. And then, of course, he's telling me that I'm projecting, right? Because mm-hmm. that's because what that's I do. Because that's what we do. I yeah. do that. And... Um, and 
he doesn't care that I'm a little older. He doesn't care that maybe I'm a little stuck in, in my ways. And um, little things that, that, that he does that um, for me or for us or something that I mention, and he says, hey, um, did you see this? I found this or I saw this online. You might be able to use it. I mean, little things like that really do show that somebody cares mm-hmm. about you. And, and his um, message to me is very, very clear. I know mm-hmm. where he's coming from. Um, it's, it's not a, what is he thinking about? I know exactly what. Do you think that's being mm-hmm. filtered really just through your own lens? Because I know that, as I was saying, mm-hmm. even at, at the last minutes of, of my decision, mm-hmm. and even once paperwork is filed and all of that, people still say, well, are you sure? And I'm a person that I really know what mm-hmm. I want in my life. Mm-hmm. But there's still that little piece that gets in your ear sure. and you think about it. Do you think maybe you're so clear on him because you had no one else giving you their opinion yeah. and as strong as we are and you're mm-hmm. really strong and clear too that that influences us that sticks with us that, oh, no, that you didn't because there was nobody else around no and you doubt. could really see him mm-hmm. you could really just sit in the reality of well of the and relationship. you know where i feel like i also changed i think a lot of uh a lot of the dates in my past were always kept pretty secretive. If, yes. if I went out a few times with someone, it's like, what's the point of telling my friends? It's not because I last. know you didn't it's tell me. Go, so <laughs> it's not going to go anywhere. Right. Um, but uh, with, with him, um, like I'm, I'm, it's very clear. People know that we're a couple and I'm very happy. And when we go places, it's recognized that we're together and I'm not hiding it. I'm not trying to, come up with some sort of white lie that we're just friends or, you know, little things like that. It's like, I've, and he's made me a more honest person. Like I, I always tell him what I'm doing, what I'm up to, and it keeps me on the right road, which again, I said just a little while ago, he's made me a better person. Um, yes. Well, I know that you, I know that I knew that it was different, Juan, because I met him. I think it was you came over and we all sat outside. Mm-hmm, I think it was mm-hmm. May, June. It was right after we it started was, the pod, podcast. Right. It was a Saturday or Sunday, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and I remember I, I picked up the phone, of course, and I called Sean. I said, oh my gosh, this is really different for Juan. Be- for two things. Number one, you brought him over mm-hmm. that soon, mm-hmm. which we typically wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Number two, every time you talked about him, you would smile mm-hmm. and you would say, we. We this, yeah. We I that. was never a we person. I was never. always, a, a, and it would bother me. You know, a lot of times when I would ask friends, I'm like, um, "What are you doing this weekend?" And they would say, "Well, we're doing this, we're doing that." And I'm like, "No, no. What are you doing this weekend?" <laughs> if you're asking me the question, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing this weekend. And yeah, I've kind of become more of a we person. Yeah, used yeah, to. Used that's to. Funny, you picked up on. You used that. to call me and say, "Can you believe these people, Cecile? Oh my God!" And then you used to say, "Cecile, why aren't you that way?" And you're, you know. I've pretty much been married every time ever since you've known me, and that's when I first noticed um, and, uh, the shift in you. Mm-hmm. And it was you were you were very open with with your feelings about him. So I I think that, that, that putting yourself out there that's yeah. that's um scary, right? To, sure. to to admit to someone that you love them, and then you know what if it doesn't work out? Did I, did I look like a fool to my friends? All that sort of. So do you think about? Do you think about after the pandemic mm-hmm. if that's going to affect your relationship? I, think, I, you know what, I love being home with him. It's like, you know, I know things are starting to happen little by little here mm-hmm. and there. Um, if you gave me a choice of doing, you know, going to a restaurant, and waiting in line, and, and and social distance, and this and that, versus just 
let's stay home and watch a movie. I love doing that. And that's where I feel like I've slowed down a little bit and I've been able to focus on this. And um, it's mutual. It's not like, okay, um, I want to do one thing. He wants to do the other thing. It's a very mutual, um, you know, I've always felt that when the time was right, the person was right, it shouldn't be hard. Mm -hmm. And that would be the advice I would tell people. It shouldn't be that difficult. It shouldn't be that much work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a little work involved, right? Of course, of um, course. But it's just, it's been such smooth sailing that, you know, I mean, and this is the first time really that I'm I'm talking about you, this. You never talked about the I people you dated. Keep, yeah, even people at work. Some people at work do know about it. Some of my, some friends don't know anything about this. Um, and um, I've realized too that by being more open about mm-hmm. it, it, I think it, it just adds a little bit of more fertilizer to the relationship so that it does stay active. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah and keeps growing. Yeah, to, keeps growing. to keep on that metaphor, I, I wonder how people are going to come out of this. I wonder for my own, mm-hmm. you're in a different place. You're in a very happy place. You're one of those mm-hmm. people that, that as the as the scientists say, there was this wonderful research uh, conducted by um, uh, a professor at the University mm-hmm. of Kansas that says basically quantifies when all of this slowed down, people had the emotional bandwidth, mm-hmm. the space to really engage, and it sounds like that's what you did with uh, with your partner. And so I think, how are people going to come out of this? How are people going to? For me, I I was never really a dater. Um, Neither I, was I. Yeah, it really wasn't. I think mm-hmm. how are people how are people going to date? How are people going to what is what is going to be expected of the other person? Are we going to take it slower, like the data says? People are taking dating slower, or is it going to be a, mm-hmm. a crazy mashup like what we saw in Miami last weekend when it was spring break and thousands of people showed up half you know half mm-hmm. dressed, going crazy because right. we missed that physical contact. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the research I was reading preparing for this podcast was saying that no matter what dating will forever be changed due to the pandemic. Mm. And they were talking about way? things like um, the screening process for women, for example, mm-hmm. is taking longer. Mm-hmm. They want to do some video date, uh, videotape, uh, mm-hmm. you know, video dates before mm-hmm. they even leave the house. They want to size the guy up a little bit. So I think people are slowing down a little bit, not everyone, but, and I got to tell you, for mm-hmm. me, I, I agree with that in theory. But for me, I that know, for, yeah. for business, I'm on Zoom all day long. The thought of mm-hmm. having to be, first of all, the thought of going out on a date is 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 a little. And you still have to dress kilter. up. <laughs> At least from the waist up, right? At you least from the it. waist. But the thought of having to z- sit in another Zoom mm-hmm. for a personal date, I, I just say, nah, I'll just have friends come over and watch movies or, yeah. or do something. You know, and, and then intimacy, there was another part, there was another, this like second or third, whatever number we're on sexual revolution that happened also because of COVID where people were far freer because it was all online. There mm-hmm. was a whole site. A little that, bit anonymous too. Yeah, and, there yeah. was a, a lot of exploration. There was a whole site created for everyday people mm-hmm. um, that can go and just express themselves whereas before I think it's called just fans or only fans or something like yeah. that mm-hmm. the only fans phenomenon yeah. which a lot of people are on yeah. yes and can you imagine 10 years ago that would have ended somebody's career oh for sure and but now it's okay now, and it's everyday people doing yes, it for, that's for the whole $2. point $2.99 a month you can see their topless photos <laughs> or whatever it is that they're offering yeah 
so I feel like as a as a uh, as a newly single person, mm-hmm. I feel like every day I wake up and and part of what I hear from my girlfriend, this one girlfriend who is very happily single and and uh, and mm-hmm. loves I think I know who that is. <laughs> loves mm-hmm. abundantly mm-hmm. and and often. Like I feel like every day I have to filter mm-hmm. just more, and I'm not passing judgment because I believe everybody should love in the manner that they want to love, mm-hmm. and all of us should just but the hell out of people's personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I have to now learn this. I have to understand this. I have to, you know, be part of that. Yeah. And it's a little overwhelming. So as much as I want this pandemic to end, yeah. there's a part of me that says that part of it, I am really still okay. Well, I say take it step by step, right? There are no rules here. Everybody's different. I know I've adjusted uh, the way I think based on the relationship I'm in and it's all been for the positive. Mm-hmm. It, when I look back, for example, I've always had walls up with, with many people, even, even some friends just, you know, keep it right there in the middle. Not too much, not, not, not too low. Um, you know, I feel happier being more expressive. You know, I'm, I'm not afraid to say something mm-hmm. wondering what the response may, might be. I just, I'm going to throw it out there and whatever comes back my way. And so far it's been, positive so you know everyone's different your friend is you know on, on a different plane than you are in a different space than you are and um and a galaxy far far I, away from <laughs> cecile's yeah. universe and it's so interesting Juan, because you know what i've always seen myself as the 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 woman the girl that has no walls up and wants to love the whole world mm-hmm. and i think that this maybe has given hurt me you a little bit right yeah, yeah of course a little bit a lot but I think that that's why it matters who you have in your life. And mm-hmm. and I go back to, you know, what if in large part the loves of your life are your friends, the right. people that are still There's with you through with mm-hmm. all the horrible things, and hopefully they'll be the ones that guide you to yeah. whatever is next. And I think another thing that's very important for anybody um, looking for love or, or looking to expand their, their own self is it's okay to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was mentioning to you, I, I was less... Um, I was editing my my comments a lot less recently mm-hmm. because I felt safe to be vulnerable, right? Yeah. And it's only enriched my life, right? Because what I've received back has mm-hmm. has only been as wonderful. So drop the walls, um, be open, yes. because there could be love right around the corner, right? And and we're going through a, a tremendous amount of change. We mm-hmm. we keep talking about that, and and we know that. Marriage plummeted uh, after the Great Depression right. and after World War II, mm-hmm. and statistically now millennials they're opting out of marriage, and which means that they're spending their their time dating even more. So that mm-hmm. is really different, and and it's okay. And what's emerging out of this could be either a different way of how we look at marriage, a different mm-hmm. way that we couple, because mm-hmm. clearly when you look at the divorce rates. We're not doing it right. Correct. So maybe after this time that we spent really reflecting on how we see ourselves and how we see ourselves in a as a couple, will make us better partners to another person, uh, and it'll bring mm-hmm. the best of ourselves. And I think that that's what matters. I would love to hear how millennials are are thinking about this. How mm-hmm. we how they are going to engage back mm-hmm. in a dating life and how they see. Um, what we were raised on till death do us part. Yeah, what does that to, mean to them? Yeah, I'd love to hear from all our listeners, right? To, mm-hmm. to share with us their, their dating experience, uh, what it's been like, mm-hmm. if they are in a relationship, what made it work for them, what's working, what's not working. Because um, 
everything uh, is, is different for, for everybody, right? It's, it's not the same type of situation. And so that we can come back and, mm-hmm. and share some of their stories with our listeners because it, I, I think there's a lot we can learn from each other, right? We want to know what matters to you because mm-hmm. if it matters to them, I know a piece of that will absolutely matter to us. Mm-hmm. And that'll bring us to the end of yet another podcast. Thanks so much for listening to Ends With Z. Don't forget, we'd love to hear from you over at endswithz.com. And if you like what you hear, please tell your friends. For Cecile Munoz and executive producer Sean Moe, I'm Juan Fernandez. Have a great one, because above all else, you matter.